Welcome to Joke Fight Club. Yes, a podcast that is coming to you live in front of a thousand people outside of Box Club in Kingston. Yes. This week it will be hosted and judged by me, Math Brown. So let's get on straight away and meet the contestants. First of all, we've got Eleanor Tiernan, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, Eleanor. Hello, Matt. Tell us an interesting fact about yourself. Uh, I am left-handed, but I don't really mind. <laughs> <laughs> Put on the spot there. Fair enough. Good on you. All right, next up, we've got Mark Mayer, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, Mark. Hello. And tell us an interesting fact about yourself. Uh, I'm also left-handed, but it's Eleanor's left hand that I've got, which is quite weird. <laughs> And, uh, and it's another bodily re relative, a relevant thing. I've got, uh, I've got three nipples, and uh, yes, I have. And one of them uh, was uh, tweaked by Mickey Rourke. There we go. Oh, that's very mm. interesting. Wow. <laughs> I, I can't really go into legal reasons. Uh, <laughs> it, it stayed on. I don't now have two nipples. It was one, one of them was tweaked by Mickey Rourke. Interesting. That is an interesting fact. Well mm. done, thanks for that. <laughs> uh, and finally, we've got Juliet Myers, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hello, Juliet. Have you got an interesting fact for us? Uh, I have. I've got uh, unexplained tiny holes above my ears. <laughs> yeah. It's been very body related, hasn't <laughs> well, it? Right? it? It does. I know. I didn't know about his nipples. Um, why would I? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they don't go down very far. But like. What, my nipples? That far, well, your nipple. Well, well, can you? No, I was going to say show us your nipples, and then I realised I was in some sort of reverse sexist situation. My thing is they only go down sort of like about a centimetre, but every now and then, like when I was at school, I used to kind of try and put a compass down there. <laughs> and so well, my ex-boyfriend would always threaten to kind of press them because he thought it would act like a reset button. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thanks very much, Juliet. Uh, all right, so that's the contestants. We're going to crack on with the first round. So we'll just go one at a time. This, the first round is called My 1.28 Pentsworth, uh, which is basically the comedians having a moan about something. Uh, Eleanor, would you like to go first? Absolutely, I would like. I'm raring, raring to go. <laughs> go for it. Here's what I want to give out about. I think there are people who are claiming to be nerds who haven't gone through the necessary bullying and social <laughs> isolation <laughs> that they need to, to get the credit for. Yes, they're all going, oh, I, you know, I'm into graphic novels. I love, you know, runners and shit, you know. But, <laughs> you, you know, I think if the media have any interest in what you're doing, you don't count. You're not, you're not a nerd, you know. I recently did a gig at a thing called the Institute of Asphalt Technology, and they're fucking nerds, guys. They're, <laughs> those guys, are, there was nobody out in the lobby doing a podcast about what they were doing, you know. There's no hashtags. Um, yeah, so, uh, th so that's... That's that. Uh, have I time for more? Uh, yeah, if you want to do more, yeah, go for it. Cool, yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I think one thing that uh, we, we have a habit of doing is kind of cannibalizing other people's problems. Uh, and uh, I, 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 one problem I have is I have grey hair uh, under, under, under the brown dye that you see before <laughs> you tonight. I have grey hair. I go to the uh, hairdresser every, every, every now and again to get it, get it dyed. Um, but now I'm seeing girls deliberately dyeing their hair grey <laughs> and you, you know I, 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 I think, I think it's, it's as if they're like taking the piss out of me <laughs> it's like I'm, I wasn't able to do grey hair well enough uh, and, 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 and they're, they're saying it wasn't the grey hair that's the problem Eleanor it's you you're the problem ladies and gentlemen yes all right Excellent. Next up, Mark, do you want to go for it? Or yes, you? yes. Well, it's one theme, one subject that I'd like to vent about, which is uh, organising children's parties. 
Uh, my own, my own children. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not weird. Um, uh, I've got, and I, thank you. I've got, uh, yes, I've got uh, three kids, and uh, I've had to organise the eldest one's uh, party. And in, in my day, uh, back in the uh, 1940s, um, <laughs> thank you for that realistic response. Um, I, yes, it was jelly and ice cream, and uh, do you remember the days of jelly and ice cream and uh, pass the parcel and... and, and Sometimes it would combine the two. You'd have pasta parcel with jelly and ice cream in the parcel itself. We were, the, we were that poor. Um, but nowadays, uh, in fact, very recently, it's a very competitive parental thing. There's a, uh, there's a, you, have to, you have to do a better party than the next parent. So there's a thing. There's a fellow uh, touting his wares. Uh, he's called Animal Man. And he's, he's a man. He's part man, part animal. No, he's, he's a man who brings live animals round to your house for your, for your six-year-old to sort of, you know, and her friends to sort of touch, and it's kind of weird, and it's, I say live animals, it's obviously live animals, that would be a bit weird. Wouldn't it? <laughs> Dead animal man, bring it. <laughs> well, we scraped these off the North Circular. Yes, yes. Thank you for shouting some words. Um, <laughs> So that's the yes, that's my and it's a competitive, it's a competitive uh, environment. And uh, as a little addendum to that, I w I'd like to share with you something that happened to me recently. I went to pick, and this is a competitive parent thing. I went to pick up my elder, my youngest, uh, Ella, who's four from nursery, and uh, one of the other mums at nursery. I say other mums. I'm not, I'm not transgender. Uh, one of the mums at the nursery said to me, uh, "I hope you don't mind. My daughter has written Ella a letter." And I read this letter and it said, I, I'm, I'm so pleased that we're friends. Hopefully we can always be friends. Lots of love, Laura. And I thought, how sweet. And then a darker, kind of more negative thought came over me. I thought, this is just mum showing off that a daughter can write a letter. So I got Ella to write a little letter and uh, <laughs> return. And if, you, if you'll indulge me, just let me just read you very quickly this letter that uh, Ella has written in response, which is um, four years old. Dear Laura, I was, I was really rather moved by your recent correspondence. Uh, <laughs> I believe it was the poet Lucretius who once said, uh, love is an everlasting thing. Uh, P.S. Uh, perhaps we can discuss this uh, if you email me. Lots of love, Ella. So there we go. I win. I think I win. What well, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks. All right. And finally, Juliet. Um, well, it, it's, it's a gripe a lot of the year, but particularly at this time of the year. The if you don't like football, and I don't, I have to say, I'm one of those people that I fish the sports section out of the Guardian, a bit like a whiny kid fishes the gherkin out of a burger. <laughs> and um, I don't like football, but the stuff that's apparently on for people that don't like football is rom-coms. And that's worse. That's worse, because the girl, oh, just, they, they just, they go with it that the girl in them, I'm assuming you vaguely know rom-coms. And when I say rom-coms, like I was saying this to my, my dad a couple of months ago, and he went, Romanian communists. <laughs> no. Rom-coms. But they're all... My gripe with them, there is always a kooky girl. It's always the kooky girl, and she's always like, I'm so kooky. <laughs> and I'm like, please, no one will like that, but the guy loves that she's kooky. And I'm like, why? That's never worked for me. The kooky thing. You know, there'll always be a bit where she's like, you know, that they've, they've started to move in together or they're staying over and she'll be like, oh no, I've dropped my bra in the omelette. I'm so cokey. <laughs> and uh, I can't have carbs. It's, oh. But the worst thing is, I think that kind of pathetic thing that always 10 minutes before the end, the couple will have an argument and uh, one of them or both of them will go, I've blown it. And I'm like, good. 
<laughs> Good, because that's where a French film would end, wouldn't it? It would just, it would just have... Weird, wouldn't it? It would just go quiet, the credits would come up, the guy would go, Merde And then, as the credits went up silently, you would see him walking with a noose... <laughs> to a bridge <laughs> and then just as he's about to jump it would end maybe i don't know you'd probably even see the jump but no hollywood oh no no suddenly one of them will go oh i've overcome my fear of tortoises to ride one across town to tell you that i want to marry you and you go oh piss off <laughs> you know it's 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 not that i'm anti-love but that is just <laughs> um, I don't know if that's probably, yeah, that's that's yeah, probably too long. Yeah. <laughs> Juliet Myers, ladies and gentlemen, round applause. Yes. All right, so that is the end of the first round. So it's down to me to judge uh, who I thought won. Uh, I th all very, very valid points. Uh, I agree with uh, anybody who describes themselves kooky. It's just another word for cunt, isn't it, really? Let's be honest. <laughs> Uh, Mark, obviously, yeah, I haven't got any kids, but um, I worked at Chesterton World Adventures, and it's, again, uh, it's just another word for cunts, isn't it? Uh, and uh, Eleanor, I love the nerd bit because uh, I was one of the bullies, which makes me a cunt. So <laughs> there you go. But I think the winner of that round was Eleanor, ladies and gentlemen. Yes! Yay! Excellent. Uh, all right, then. So we're going into round two. So just going to do a couple of these each, and we'll go along the line. So just go Eleanor, Mark, uh, Juliet, and then back uh, to Eleanor. And these are, uh, if you could make anything compulsory, what would it be? So if you could make anything compulsory, what would it be? Well, I've read this as something uh, to be banned, uh, if that's all right. Uh, yeah. I would like to ban uh, waiters and waitresses who offer me dessert like there's something really dangerous about it. They're like, they're like oh, can I tempt you with some dessert? <laughs> no, just give me some. You know, like there's nothing illegal about what we're doing here. You know, <laughs> what, what? It's just sugar. You know, it's like, why are we acting like it's, it, there's something really dangerous about it? You know, what I like to do now when they offer me something like that, I like to pretend there is something really dangerous dangerous about it you know they say can I tempt you with some dessert I'm like uh, 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 no no I, I, I can't I haven't had dessert in 20 years uh, <laughs> uh, doctor said I'll die if I had another one you know I hit rock bottom with desserts you know but uh, if you think so go on give me another tiramisu there or whatever um, the other thing I was uh, I, I have a real thing about is uh, a television program called wanted down under have you guys seen this it's on during the day, so if you have lives, you probably don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's a show where uh, uh, people uh, uh, who are thinking of moving to Australia, they kind of try it out for a couple of weeks. And they move over and uh, they walk around and they go, oh, God, I really like the schools over here. Oh, God, you get a lot of house for your money in Australia. <laughs> you know, and uh, I don't know, I just think, what must it look like to people who have genuine difficulties getting into Australia? Uh, you know, all, like all the refugees who will be watching that, <laughs> they'll be going, oh, I, 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 you know, find it very hard to leave behind this pile of rubble uh, to, get, to get in here. Okay. Um, not, not so mad on that one. All right, guys, to point taken. Let's uh, move on to Mark. We'll go to Mark and we'll come back to you. It's normally just a one-liner section, but that's fine. You carry on. <laughs> Uh, name badges for everyone in life. Just everyone should constantly have a name badge because I suffer from... I mean, even my own children need... I can't, <laughs> just, I'm so sick of calling them one, two and three. Um, so I think that's a very essential. The, the, the name badge everyone is quite has a important thing. OK, Juliet? Um, again, it's something I want to ban. Uh, I can't stand it when people are music snobs <laughs> and judge other people by what music other people like and go, I was sat opposite someone on the train 
But I know so many people like this that are kind of... One of my friends in particular always kind of goes, Who, whatever band I name, he'll go, oh, yeah, I liked them before anyone knew them. And I'm <laughs> like, I think I knew... I liked you better when I didn't know you. <laughs> but, but, like, in particular, you know, I, I always think there's nothing wrong with kind of horrible mainstream music. Some people, some people like it. I was sat opposite someone on the train the other day and he was, he was with his kids. He was kind of a middle-aged guy and he, went, he said to the kids, Justin Bieber is a wanker. And I thought, that's not fair. You know, like, poor jo I'm not a Bieber apologist, but I kind of wanted to say to him, Justin Bieber isn't for you. You may as well be complaining that you're hallowed. He's for Justin Bieber's for teenage girls. You may as well be complaining that your Hello Kitty panty liners have pulled out the hairs in your balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I want to trap those people in a lift listening to uh, the chicken song for about a year so that they've got... <laughs> that as an earworm, uh, and very quickly, because I think I've probably run out of time, um, I think we should uh, fight the royal family every year. <laughs> I just, you know, because they, they, they don't really do anything to earn that title. You know, they used to win, they used to fight wars or everything. So I just think, just challenge them, you know, just, I think, randomly, once a month, someone should just be chosen through the post and go, right, you have to beat um, Prince William at... Scrabble, or, 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 or joust with him, or something, or anything. Fair enough. OK, uh, again, we'll go one more reach. And uh, again, it's supposed to be one-liner, but that's my fault for not telling everyone. But it's just stories. But you do what you ever want to do. So, Ellen, join again. Sure, yeah. Uh, I would ban good actors from going on Mrs Brown's Boys. <laughs> uh, uh, there's a crisis happening. Obviously, actors are very, uh, you know, desperate for work. And one, act, one good actor has found his way onto the show. And I think we should organise a rescue mission for that guy and uh, uh, offer him counselling afterwards. <laughs> OK, Mark? I think we should have the, the, the voices of the uh, cashiers at the post office should have a bit of variation because it's all a little bit bland. It's all a bit samey. So cashier number four, please. <laughs> cashier number five, please. <laughs> <laughs> Just liven up. <laughs> they've, got, they've got a bit of personality, a bit of, a bit of humour. That's someone with a cold as opposed to uh, special needs. Um, <laughs> so that's what I think they should have. I think that would be quite... Cashier number seven, please, if you, if you so choose. Uh, that's somebody with a, a cold as well, uh, in case you think I'm being racist. <laughs> okay, cool. Do you want one more? Uh, just one more. Um, I think before you have a child, you should sign a thing saying you know what you're in for, so you don't bang on to your friends about how you've just discovered how difficult it is. Uh, uh, the sounds mean, but like, especially I, I live in on the edge of quite a posh area, and I was in Whole Foods. Check me um, the other day, and a woman had a T-shirt on that said "mother," and then it said "teacher, chauffeur, cook," and. That's all very well, but she clearly had a nanny with her. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well done, guys. Uh, right, that's the end of that round. Round applause for those guys. Right. Uh, oh, oh, excellent valid points. Uh, but I think this one's going to go to Mark purely for the equal opportunities of someone with special needs and a voiceover. So, <laughs> well done. You know, you don't agree? Okay. Uh, Eleanor? Okay, well, you're not in charge. Can you edit, <laughs> edit that bit out, will you? Edit that bit out. <laughs> so, the winner of that round is Mark Mayer, ladies and gentlemen! <laughs> All right, so we're going into round now, which puts every comedian out of their comfort zone. Uh, this is called the Poems Round. So, they've got to write a poem and they're going to perform a poem. Uh, let's change the order. Mark, do you want to go first in this one? Yeah, yes, I will. Um, <laughs> sorry, I've got a, a stammer. Um, no, I haven't. Uh, 
I wrote. Am I allowed? It's a previously written, not as a. Uh, it's well, written when I was twelve years old. Uh, so have pity on me. And written what? Sorry, when you were twelve. Years when old. I was twelve years old. Okay. Uh, me, five years ago. Um, this is a tr- and it was very angst-ridden. So bear with me. <clears throat> it's quite emotional. As I sit in my bedroom, staring out at the starlit sky, I think over again what she said in the rain, and the question keep bugging me: Why? Why did she say she loved me? Hey, now that couldn't be. My feelings for her were too strong. Reading over her note got a lump in my throat. I knew that something was wrong. <laughs> all through my life, I've had... All through my life, I'm 12. <laughs> I've had troubles and strife. Be- beautiful uh, rhyming there. Uh, so many times have I said I love you. A few months passed by and I asked myself why, why I'm saying it to somebody new. Here's, 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 here's a really serious bit. Uh, I just can't resolve, so the tablets dissolve in my mouth as I sit by the bed. My, my whole life is wrecked. You girls can keep your respect, because by daybreak, I will be dead! Yay! <laughs> 12 years old now. And it's taken years of therapy for me to be able to come out and share this with you at Kingston. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And a little dark twist at the end there, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Right. It's what I wrote when I was 12. Started um, off nice. Got uh, some OK, uh, Juliet, do you want to have a go? Uh, I, I, I will go next. I feel incredibly tawdry after going after that. Uh, uh, there's a bit of repetition in it to string it out. Um, <laughs> I do not want to pay my tax. I do not want to pay my tax when it's on a Tampax. <laughs> if a tampon is such a luxury, why can't you get them in duty-free? <laughs> oh, how lovely that you're holidaying in Jordan. Can you bring me back perfume, booze, and 200 super absorbents? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I say to gentlemen? Yes! <laughs> like it. All right, and finally, Ella Tillman. Yeah, uh, the subject matter of mine is going to overlap with uh, Juliet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Bunking off a physics class to go swimming with your friends. And when you jumped off a really high bridge, the upward force of the displaced water caused the tampon inside you to work its way into your womb. (laughs) It took you 22 hours to get the fucking thing out. (laughs) That one's called Learning Archimedes' Principle the Hard Way. <laughs> excellent. All right. Again, three excellent and very different poems. Um, Mark, I was, I was so hoping when you, you got to a, a line in your poems with a lump in mine, it, it should have been pants for me if you're 12 years old. Uh, but other than that, uh, I like the start and I like the way it tailed off towards death at the end. Always welcome at a comedy club, death. Um, Juliet, again, very angry. I like that. Well done. Very passionate about your, your poem. I really like that. And I agree with the principle as well. Uh, and, but again, I think it's going to have to go to Eleanor Tiernan for the win. Excellent work. All right, next round. Uh, two more rounds. Uh, next one is uh, so it's basically one-liners or a routine of your choice. So basically, it depends on your style. Uh, Juliet, do you want to go first? Um, I'll go first. I'm going to have to read this. Yeah, and, and ruin it. Um, I've I've recently got uh, a, a, a dog. Hooray! Uh, sometimes people go to me, "Oh my god, a dog!" Ooh, I don't like dog. I like cats. And I'm like, it's not. You don't have to be one or the other. It's not the Spanish Civil War, <laughs> God's sake. But, like, he's a rescue dog, and that is lovely, but it does mean that he's incredibly needy. Like, if I try and leave the house, like, for he's got separation anxiety, so he's terrified of me abandoning it. Like, I'll try and leave, and he'll be like, um, oh, you're going to abandon me like all the others. 
And I'm like, no, mate, no, mate, I'm just going out for five minutes. And he'll be like, you're going to leave me forever. And I'm like, no, no, no. And I'm like, just go for five minutes. And he'll be like, oh, well, then why have you got an iPhone in your bag? Uh, oh, bollocks. I've ruined <laughs> it. Uh, why have you got a phone? Can I do a retake? Yeah, yeah go for it. I'm going to do a retake. Pretend you've never heard any of that. I'm just going to do a completely different... Um, but I'll, I'll try and leave the house. And they'll be like, you're going you're gonna to abandon me forever. And I'm like, no, mate, I'm just going for five minutes. It's all right, darling. And he's like, no, you're going to abandon me. I'm like, no, no, I'm just going for five minutes. He's like, then why are you taking your phone charger? And I'm like, I've got an iPhone. He's like, oh, fair enough. Fair enough. We need yes. an Android. Excellent. Well done. Got there uh, all right, Eleanor, do you want to go next? Yep, uh, uh, so I'm uh, very worried about ageing and getting older. Um, and so you can imagine how I felt when I was coming down the street a little while ago and a young homeless man shouted at me. He said, ah, come on, Mrs. Ah, come on. I'm only 21. I could have been your son. <laughs> uh, now, obviously, uh, uh, you know, I was very uh, 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 upset by that. Uh, um, but there's actually, when I thought about it a bit more, there's actually four insults in that one statement. Uh, <laughs> first one is he thought I looked old enough to be his mother. Uh, second one, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe I do. Uh, I, you know, I thought I was more like an older sister from his mother's first relationship. That's where <laughs> I would have put myself. Then, right, though, he caused me to reflect and realise that actually, technically speaking, I am old enough to be his mother. Uh, I'm 37, so if I got pregnant at 15, had a baby at 16, that child would be 21 now. It's only my middle-class social conditioning that makes me think that's not possible. Of course it's possible. So now I even have to be grateful to him for jolting me out of my bourgeois complacency. <laughs> right? <laughs> Here's the worst one, though. It's the implication that if I did get pregnant at 15, that the upbringing I'd have given that child <laughs> would be so bad that he'd be on the streets by the time he's 21. That's not the case, folks. Me and my imaginary 21-year-old son, we've just graduated from college together. <laughs> yeah. First and second in our class. Him first, but only because I let him. Uh, <laughs> But then I remembered, I know a lot of people who had shit upbringings, they turned out great. I know other people who had quite privileged upbringings who didn't turn out to be such nice people. So my assumption that my brilliant upbringing would be enough to keep my son from ending up on the streets doesn't stand up to the evidence. We don't like to admit it, but it's a fact. Some children are shite. All right. And to complete the round, uh, Mark, over to you. Well, I've got a little series of uh, one-liners. Go for it, man. Is that all right? Yep, sure. Uh, yeah, I said to my son, uh, who's 11 years old, I said, Jake, if you swear at Daddy, one more time, there'll be no treats till the end of this week. And he said, roll on Monday, fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite nice. Uh, Thank you. I took my uh, I took my gran out this morning. One swift punch to the jaw, but that's interesting. Really <laughs> Jake, uh, my mother-in-law, my mother-in-law. Uh, this is true. It happens to be my mother-in-law, um, uh, but it's not my mother-in-law joke. My mother-in-law said to me that beard and moustache that you see me wearing, uh, uh, that beard and moustache doesn't suit you. Get rid of it. Yeah. Yet if I say that to her, <laughs> it all kicks off. Uh, my wife likes sex like she likes boiled eggs with soldiers. So, uh, <laughs> I was quite pleased with that one. Uh, so was my wife. I, uh, 
I, this is a joke I actually told Tim Vine um, and said he could have, and he's uh, refused. I don't, I'm not quite sure why. <laughs> Which is this. Uh, I criticised my wife uh, for her poor oral sex technique. Well, she took it on the chin. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's a, it's a Christian audience, Matt. I didn't realise. Um, and finally, uh, I, uh, I uh, went to America and... Uh, and all the stewards turned into stewardesses mid-journey. It was a transatlantic flight. <laughs> I wish I'd ended on the other one. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, thank uh, you. Good night. Well, excellent. <laughs> all right, that's the end of that round. It's well done. Well done to everyone again. Um, I'm going to go straight away and give it to Juliet. And the reason being is because I have a dog with the same principle and I've also got an iPhone. So, uh, well done. I like that one. Round of applause, Juliet. All right, we're going into the final round now. Uh, final round is a true embarrassing story. Uh, so uh, basically, that's it's going to be a true embarrassing story. Uh, we'll, let's change the order again. Do you want to go first, Mark? I don't mind. Yeah. Okay. Rhetorical question. Uh, yes. Uh, many years ago, uh, I, uh, I, I uh, returned from working in uh, America and uh, went back to a friend's uh, house in, in London. Who I, I knew this girl from many years ago, but we, we weren't that close. But she said, while you come back to London and look for a new job, you can stay at my house. So that, that's fantastic. I was working in advertising at the time as a copywriter. So every day I'd look for a new, a new uh, agency to kind of visit on my quest for work in London. And after about sort of five days of, of, of sort of looking for a job and feeling like I was sort of depending on her and her hospitality a little bit too much, she went out and she'd always go out and then I'd leave the keys and whatever and then come back with the keys the next day. So this was the last day of staying at her house. Uh, so I'm definitely going to find a job. I've, I've pushed your uh, hospitality, hospitality a little bit too much. And uh, I, I'm on the loo, uh, thinking, working out which agency I'm going to visit and uh, get off the toilet, having uh, produced various uh, things. Like you do, I'm, I'm, uh, you, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> origami of a swan. No, I um, I uh, and I knocked the toilet paper into the toilet, uh, and the toilet paper landed on what was uh, in the toilet. Not just wee wee, but also a poo poo. Uh, I took the toilet paper out of the toilet and placed it next to the toilet and thinking, I must throw that out when I leave the house and lock the door and put the keys in through the door. That's the thing I must remember to do. Well, who'd have thought it? Uh, <laughs> sometime later, when I packed up my bags, left the house, um, gone about, I was going to say gone about my business, but that would be slightly ironic, uh, didn't go about my business, left to go and uh, visit this agency in the middle of London. It was that horrible sort of realisation, that sudden uh -huh, cringe that I'd left basically a piss-and-shit-stained toilet roll <laughs> by the side of the toilet as a way of sort of saying thank you for your hospitality <laughs> over the last five days. And uh, I just every it's one of those, ah, every time you think of it, ah. And I, I didn't phone her for about five years. I just left and just pretended I'd emigrated because <laughs> I couldn't bear the... Well, I some chocolates or flower, flowers would have been enough, Mark, but the... Shit and piss in toilet rolls <laughs> really going beyond the pale. So that's my uh, that's my that's my story of truth. Thank Great. you. Thanks, mate. Yeah, round applause. <coughs> All right, uh, Juliet, do you want to go next? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he's just made me decide which stories to do because uh, I could have a terrible story about pooing myself, but I won't do that one. Um, but uh, I, I used to live in Spain and uh, I had a really good friend called Lucia. Um, whose family were very Catholic and very lovely, and they always made me feel very welcome, and they'd have me round for dinner and stuff. And uh, eventually, Luthia married um, her boyfriend, and um, she said, would I do a reading 
in, in, in the church. And I was nervous because obviously it was going to have to be in Spanish. But I was kind of like, oh, my Spanish is pretty good now. I can do it. I'm just going to read off a piece of paper. Um, the reason I was in Spain in the first place was I was, I was teaching English. And uh, I was teaching English to one of my biggest classes was a load of postal workers who would always pride themselves on teaching me Spanish while I taught them English. And uh, they taught me, uh, they always used to say, ostia, if something went wrong. And I sort of thought, oh, that means like bum or something. And I said, what, what, what? I looked up ostia in the dictionary and it said um, communion bread, bread. And I thought, oh, it's like crumbs. And um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, when I was doing the reading in the church for Luthier's wedding, and I was so kind of like, ooh, I'm nervous. And, and uh, the, I, the, the notebook that the reading was on just fell through the lectern. And so in front of the entire con congregation, I went, ha, 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 ostia. Ostia does mean communion bread, but they say it in the same way we would say mother, when we mean motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, ostia, the whole phrase, when they say ostia, that what they, the main phrase is something like me cago en la ostia, which means I shit on the communion bread. <laughs> so this is what I said at a wedding to all of Luthier's relatives with them fully aware that I was Jewish and were always very suspicious of that in the first place. Good work. Excellent. All right, and uh, finally, uh, Ella Tiernan. Yeah, this, uh, 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 it's, uh, it just happened uh, in the last 24 hours. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been, I've been uh, looking for a house uh, online, and I suppose the process that you do is you look at this website that you look at, a few different websites, and I uh, applied to one of the last few days, uh, and uh, uh, the guy, he invites you to come and, and uh, see the house, you know. So I went and I... Went and viewed the house, and uh, you know it was very nice. And you know it, it took the trouble. And uh, he emailed me a few hours afterwards, and he offered me if I would like uh, to move into the room. Uh, and uh, I uh, thought about it, but I said no uh, for uh, uh, the reason there was no living room. That's okay. Uh, so uh, so I emailed him back. I said thanks very much. Uh, uh, I would not like uh, to move in with you. Uh, and uh, that was that was fine. He was gracious about it. Uh, but however, uh, I hadn't been keeping track uh, of all the different places that I'd emailed. Uh, and a few hours later, I went back online to look for some more houses and uh, emailed the same guy uh, again to ask him if I could move into his house. Uh, and he emailed me back, "Are you insane?" Uh, so there we go. Excellent work. <coughs> all right. <coughs> but. It's the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so now it leaves me to decide who won it overall. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm going to let you guys do it. I think I'm just going <laughs> to say their name and you cheer if you uh, wanted to win. Uh, so let's go with Eleanor. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Let's go with Mark. Yeah. Oh, it's close. Uh, Juliet. Oh, you're just being kind to everyone, you fuckers, aren't you, really? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll make the call. Uh, I think this week's winner is Ella Tierna, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, follow us on uh, Twitter at Joke Fight Club. And next week we have Julian Dean and Gareth Richards. Uh, that's all from uh, us. One more round of applause, please, for all the contestants you had. And Latina, Mark Mayer, Juliet Myers. Yeah. See you next week. Good night. Yeah. <laughs>